Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Big and bad. Yes, around this time every week we do our thing. It's called Back in Time. It's simple. It's it's simple, isn't it, Cormac? It is very simple, just like myself, Jay. We take a random year. Year and we remind ourselves of the big showbiz and news stories that emerged during those 12 months. Cormac Battle, uh, Simple Man, is here with uh, me. Simple Man with simple tastes. And I just want to ask you in the year 2005, how much do you think the average house of a price was? I asked you in 1993 last year, okay. which was 69 grand. Okay. In 2005. Uh, now, this is just pre yeah, yeah. This is Celtic Tiger is like really ramping up. At okay. This point. An average uh, 250 grand. That's pretty good. 277. But it's 359 now, so it's it's nearly 100 grand less than it is now. Okay. Even in 2005 when things were gone completely crazy. Pint of Guinness, how much? Pint of Guinness. Four euro. 363. I'm not, I'm not far off. Not far off, Jen. Not, not far, far off. off, but no cigar. Okay, let's start with the big news stories of 2005. Yeah. What's up first? The big news story was Dolores McNamara's Euro Millions win. If you can cast your mind back, she won 100. 15 million euros. That would um, do nobody any good. And she, well, uh, she uh, got it from uh, buying a two euro quick pick ticket near her home in Gary Owen, Limerick City. Two euros turned into 115 million. Uh, she pulled it out of her handbag and threw it on the table uh, when she was with one of her friends. She said, Check that for me. And uh, she calmly downed a brandy, apparently, when the numbers came up. Um, she's a very, very quiet. Uh, she doesn't really um, hasn't hasn't spoken. The only media th- um, kind of engagement I think she's done is talk to the li- the Limerick leader once in all that time. Um, but it was the biggest media scrum the National Lottery had ever seen, and you know she was very nervous. You could see her arriving at the National Lottery headquarters. I think it was even three days after the numbers um, were she just went out on the were, sauce. Were, <laughs> she went out on the sauce. She had a brandy anyway, but um, she she wouldn't speak to the press that day. But she did make a statement through her solicitor. Have a listen to this. It does say quite a lot. Up to now, Dolores has lived a very happy and contented life among her family friends and neighbours, and it is our sincere desire that she and her family will return to normality as soon as possible. She is absolutely determined that her feet and the feet of her family will remain firmly on the ground. To achieve this, she will need the support of her friends and she knows that she can rely on this support. Well, that normality involved buying uh, Loch Derg Hall, which was a ten, is, is a 10,000 square foot vast estate, um, but it was only 1.74 million at the time so when you think not about bad, it in the context bad. of 115 that's only change apparently Robert De Niro was interested in buying it at the, at the time as well um, so it's a modest actually quite modest um, but a far cry from the semi-detached uh, house uh, in Limerick which Dolores and her late husband Adrian brought up their six kids six kids six kids and she bought houses um, for her children in and around the area as well which you would do of course but she's, uh, yeah, so she, as I said, I, I couldn't find her voice anywhere, would you believe? Um, just one interview that she did with a local paper down in Limerick, and that's it. Um, so she's kept it all very, very, very low profile. I suppose, like, the only big kind of mega splurge that I could see that she did was the, was the Loch Derrick Hall. I wouldn't move. I would just get massive gold statues right outside my house. Would you? Yeah. Big eagles kind of thing? 
Would you not move, no? 115 million. Mythology. Uh, say again? 115 million. Would you not move? I would, yeah. I'd have houses all over the place. I'd be a citizen of the world. Oh, I see what you mean. I'd yeah. bounce around the place. I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't stay in the one place. Why would you? Yeah, I'd hire I'd, a tutor for the don't kids. like travelling, Jen. Kids, oh, it's, they're an awful tie, aren't they, Cormac? You know, if you they won are. the lotto, you'd... Like and as your mother miss would their say, pals well, and all that. They, they, would, they wouldn't let you go anywhere because they want to play on the green. And, uh, <laughs> yeah! I want to play the on the green. green. But that... look at this beautiful, look at our beautiful new house in the Maldives. I no, don't care. I want to go back, to I go back and play. I want to play uh, uh, Fortnite with my friends on the green. Yeah, I want to yeah, uh, play rounders on the green. Rounders on the green, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so, so that, that's, was, a big that one. was the big one. That How was much did she win again? 115 million. I know. That would I think make you very anxious. Three million a year in interest on that. Wow. That's, yeah, that's if you keep keep that, you know. That okay. is a life-changing amount of money. It is a life-changing. For the better or for worse. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's another For discussion. a lot of people, it's for the worse, but I'm not sure how it worked out for Dolores, to yeah. be quite okay. honest. Okay, fair play to her keeping it on the down low. Okay, let's talk about what's happening. what was happening elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere uh, in uh, a very different sphere of news. Hurricane Katrina on August the 29th. Uh, of 2005 it struck the Gulf Coast of the United States with sustained winds of up to 140 miles per hour and and what was about to unfold was totally catastrophic but in reality uh, it wasn't the storm itself that did all the damage most of the city of New Orleans uh, is under sea level you see yeah and is completely surrounded by water so it was protected by all these levees and kind of dams and seawalls to stop flooding coming in so it wasn't really the storm itself that did the did the damage it's the flooding, it's the flooding. when the mm. storm surged it overwhelmed all these levees all the water poured into new orleans um and they were left basically and there were yes the the there was a big um problem because there was the government were blamed for being uh, unprepared for the disaster and there seemed to be no plan for any of this. Not even planned. There was no response. Well, the, w- the, there was only... The, uh, I'm going to play you a clip in a second which actually uh, it really, uh, it, you know, really brings out what you're talking oh, about there. The, the, the no response. But um, it mainly affected poor areas as well because uh, a lot of the houses in the poor areas were built near the levees and so... Um, that's what 80% of New Orleans was eventually underwater 80% of the city was underwater 2,000 people died up, nearly 2,000 people died should I say and over a million people had to move and as you say the government were blamed for being unprepared to such an extent this is an extraordinary clip where the mayor of New Orleans himself out of pure desperation looking for help from the federal government rang the local radio station himself to vent his anger at what he saw was a lack of action to the emergency have a listen to this excuse my French everybody in America but I am pissed now get off your asses and let's do something and let's fix the biggest goddamn crisis in the history of this country people are dying they don't have homes. The city of New Orleans will never be the same. We're both pretty speechless here. I gotta go. Keep us, keep in touch. Keep in touch. Can we take a break? He rang into the radio station just like this one um, because he couldn't make. I wouldn't any have said contact keep in touch with him at the end of that conversation. I wouldn't. Have, I think that was the wrong. Keep in touch. He was gone. But the you all, you always say at the end of your conversations, you know, we'll talk to you again, talk to you, see you again. It's just the I boys think, were nervous. They were I crying. They were really ner- yeah. They were, oh God, imagine they were that. Crying. Well, it, it was. You can hear the desperation. The response was too slow. They weren't sending in any help. 
At all. Well, George Bush was on a 27-day holiday at the time. This shows you what happened. And it was the undoing of George W. Bush, really, to be honest, because as part, uh, his response at the time was, was on his way back to Washington, he got Air Force One to fly over New Orleans and the press took a picture of him looking out the window down at the devastation as he flew back to... um, to, to Washington so this picture went out all over the world of him looking out the window of his f- private plane and he never recovered from that yeah in uh, the public opinion within America uh, just dropped completely as a result of that particular picture and his res- his response to um has anybody Katrina. been to New Orleans recently uh, oh, certainly not me I've never been there so no, no I wonder I, I, what, I don't know what, what is the ramifications of that in 2005 I know it's been rebuilt and a lot of mm. infrastructure has been put in place but I wonder what it's like now and I wonder if, if many of the people who lost their homes in that uh, disaster ever moved back into the city yeah. again. I, I don't know the answers to that. Um, okay, let's come back to Ireland for a second. 2005. Slightly less heavy uh, in terms of a news story, but um, a very, very big one for certain types of people. Um, not sure if I include you in this. Maybe I do, not really. Don't, see you, five, I wasn't don't in the see you as a big retail therapy kind of person. Um, despite what people might think of you you're not big into like, buying clothes, buyer, no. clothes and all I know you wear very glamorous clothes and dancing with the stars and all that kind of stuff but that's just part of the gig you don't you know you don't really uh, no. um, do all that kind of thing but on the 3rd of March in 2005 Ireland's newest cathedral opened yes Dundrum Town Centre opened its doors to a, a giant snaking queue of eager shoppers eager for a new religious retail experience. Um, this clip is fantastic. Um, there's there's some lovely owl ones outside and uh, one of the lads from RT um, got to talk to them and you'd swear to God it was the second coming of the great man himself. Have a listen to this. I never thought I could live to either see the Lewis or to see the centre. It's absolutely marvellous. It's just a walk for us, so it's so handy and we're just wondering why would we go into town now, like everything's here, it's great. I'm living in Dundrum for the last 38 years and this is one of the great moments. I'm going to say something to you now. It's no Northside Shopping Centre. No, it's not. Like it's different, it's no Northside Shopping Centre. And they didn't have a jingle like... Northside Shopping Centre on the radios. Remember the Northside Shopping Centre? I do. Centre Northside. Northside. No, it's, it's it's kind of a different experience than Northside yeah, Shopping Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different experience. Well said. Uh, so that opened in 2005. Yeah, wow. 2005. I used to live beside it um, when it opened up. And the first thing, I think one of them was anyway, a Tesco open, a 24-hour Tesco. Yeah. And I used to live within walking distance to that. So I'd go in there because it was 24-hour. At night time, like one o'clock in the morning, just because I could... Not to buy it, I know, at least for milk or whatever like that. But I do like, I, I enjoy um, supermarkets. I like, I do, I love supermarkets oh, at night. Um, but it was, yeah, and that was it. But do you know what? The Dundrum, I, I live near the Blanchestown shopping centre now. So, would like, Blanche, give yeah. it a run for its. Money. It would, you can't get a car battery, I don't think, in, or a pair of jump leads now up in Dundrum town. Centre. Very true. You get yourself a nice belt, a Louis Vuitton belt. True. You're, you're not going to get yourself, you know, a good lock for your bike. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, so, no, you would if you go up and you go outside to the great outdoors in those shops. Yeah, I'll see your Blanchetown. Yeah. I'll see you. Uh, Don't drum. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. Your favourite shopping centre, 51552. Yes, we're we're going to take a quick break, Cormac, because I need to get this out of the way. We get the break get, out of the way, no, no. Um, even though they're very important to have a listen to some uh, great stuff in there. And uh, we'll be back with more. Big and bad. Gotta get back in time. Gotta get back in time. We have to 
We're going back to the year 2005. Mr. Cormac Battle is here to tell us what was going on in 2005. We've had Dundrum Town Centre opening. We've had uh, Hurricane... Katrina. Hurricane Katrina and Dolores McNamara winning 115 million euro on the Euro Millions. And she's from Limerick? Uh, she's from Limerick, yes, okay. absolutely. And kept it on the down low uh, ever since, really. But have we got anything on our, what your favourite shopping centre is? No? Uh, any, any, any takers on that? What's your, is yours Northside? Uh, uh, no, I... Uh, Donmead yeah. Shopping Centre. I mean, nor- the Northside Shopping Centre was a bit of a trek for me, but Donmead mm. Shopping Centre, when McDonald's opened in Donmead in the 90s, it was like, it was like the second coming. It was like, uh, every Friday, my mum used to get me a chicken burger and it was just the dream. Yeah. The dream. You see? I was Who probably about 13 or 14, yeah. Yeah, that was Donmead. The drive-thru. I was like, oh my God, do we have a drive-thru? It's amazing. Yeah, when it's the amazing. first McDonald's opened up in Waterford, we used to get into a car and drive down from Kilkenny. <laughs> You take about an hour to get to, to McDonald's. I mean, you know, these are big events. They're you know? big, big events. events. Speaking of which, what yeah. was the big showbiz story the, of the well, year? The big showbiz was the release of a certain film that you know created massive amounts of discussion around gender and sexuality, uh, and about love and homophobia as well. It was a film that was made for fo- only fourteen million and uh, grossed two hundred million. Wow! We're talking about Brokeback Mountain, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and the late Heath Ledger. Um, we, basically, it, it, it was a story um, uh, about complex romantic relationships between two American cowboys. Mm. And um, that's what it was. Everyone knows what Brockwell Mountain um, is and what it was and what it became, became, how it became to be so important. Um, but it's important to say, too, that it wasn't the first LGBTQ plus type film, you know, but it was one that was shot hugely into the mainstream. And um, it, it kind of, in terms of cinematic history, it's sort of still considered the, the go-to gay movie, as it were. But mm, um, Interesting, because they, they had two heterosexual males playing the... Yeah, LGBT. but they're actors, Jen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. There was that argument. So and maybe that helped bring it into the mainstream, and that was well, yeah, I, I, I'm sure there was well. controversy around that at the yeah. time, because there was controversy over everything about this movie at the time, and it being played by two straight actors, because they're, you know, they're actors, and, and therefore... But, like... Um, I just want to play a, 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 a clip from um, a press conference that was held with uh, Heath Ledger at the time. Um, one of the press people said, what, what would he say to someone who found the film disgusting? And you can hear he's very passionate about the issue. Wow. It's obviously about two men in love, and it's obviously gay-themed, and it's very easily labelled. But unfortunately, people are very quick in life to label something that they're uncomfortable with. The, the pure fact of it is it transcends a label, it's human. It's a story of two human beings, two souls that are in love. It's like, get over the fact that there's two men, that's the point. Uh, uh, the movie is not a story about an epidemic or a virus or something that can be cured in hospital. It's, it's, we're showing that love between two men is, is just as infectious and emotional and, and strong and pure as it is with heterosexual love. And if you can't understand that, then just don't go see the movie, it's okay. Good on him. Yeah, it's powerful stuff. And um, he people did go and see the movie because it was absolutely gigantically nor- enormous. Mm. Um, it's funny, though, because uh, there was more controversy at the, the Academy Awards um, that year because it didn't win as... Um, the best movie, uh, which is it was expected to. Even the presenter Jack Nicholson was kind of surprised when he opened the uh, the envelope, and it was won by a film called Crash. And um, the audience members didn't cheer. Never heard of Crash. Yeah, there you go. 
Um, the audience, the audience didn't, uh, cheer. didn't cheer. Wow. Um, big. And the, acad- the Academy, fairly or unfairly, they I don't know. They just keep getting it wrong, the Academy. They do, but they were criticised for being homophobic, uh, for not putting okay. it... Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not sure if that's 100% fair, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that, that was the view okay. at the time. So, yeah, Brokeback Mountain. And if you haven't seen it, Go and see it or get Killian it. Killian on the team it's hasn't seen it. And amazing. I get yeah, I gave him the little task of going to watch it. I wonder has he done it? Um, has he done it yet? He can just know? watch it in his telly. He does, uh, at home, he just doesn't have to go anywhere to see it. Like. Exactly. He get Very it done well between acted. now and the end of the show. Um, listen to me. The big tune. I, I really don't want to play it again. I don't want to do it. Well, not everybody was listening when you started the show at nine o'clock. Excuse I, well, me. Well, one or two people aren't listening because they have to go off and do very important jobs. But if Are they you saying people don't listen to the show not, for three hours? They, well, most people would sit down and listen to it for three hours straight. Yes, that is true. But mm. one or two. And for those one or two that didn't hear the start of the show, they may not know that this song was the biggest song in the world in 2005. <laughs> What's going on? Yes! No more. Uh, you didn't even let it get going. I did. You I didn't. Did. There's more to go than that. No, we know what comes after that. It's it's an earworm. It's it just, really is. Do you know the Crazy Frog? That's Axel F by Crazy Frog, um, one of the big tunes. Mm. <laughs> they um they did three albums. <laughs> three albums. Can you imagine? Three crazy. No. I've got the three Crazy Frog albums. Um, and they sold over a million copies of their wow. albums, which was ba- basically um, ringtones. Will they be set for life with that now? I'd say yes, because like... I, ringtones. I mean, I mean, could you imagine the corporate work you get? We have Crazy Frog and, you know, that's going to be great at our office party. Yay! Only in 2005, though. Mm, I don't know. I think it's still... I, I still think there's money to be made in Crazy Frog. Do you? Although I'll tell you a stat that I learned today that will s- astonish you. Do you know how many songs are added to Spotify every day? Have a guess. Come on, anyone. Songs. How many songs are added to Spotify-ish around every day? 500. Five, you say 500. Graham, 500. Can I... 4,000? 4, he says 4,000. Kate, come on, I'll see you. I'll see you. Kate said, you? hurry up. She, she's hurry saying, get up. on with it. We need... She, I, can't, I can't see what she's saying. She's she, saying, hurry loads. up. Loads. Think it on with it. 100,000 songs what? a day. That 100,000 songs a day. Yeah. That is crazy. So when someone comes up to you and says, we just got a song on Spotify, just think about those 99,999. Well, it makes me appreciate well. like Miley Cyrus uh, even more with Flowers, who's the you know most popular song on Spotify, got to number one. If there are 100,000, now I know she's a huge international star. However, 100,000 songs every yeah, single day. It seems that, Jen, you could go to the toilet in a bucket yourself, record it, and do the right things and get up on Spotify. I think, maybe, apparently, allegedly, I'm not 100% sure. What other song facts. was doing well? Uh, the other song that was doing well, uh, the big song of that year was uh, actually Tupac uh, with Elton John. Uh, this one. Uh. Great start. What is it with Elton John? He never stops. Elton John. He's a legend. Even in 2005, they were taking his song. So that was the song. Is that the full version you're playing there now? Or the clip? No, no, that's just the clip that you no, have in there. Not. Well, that's the right. clip, yeah. We that's better not talk clip. over it. Are you sure that's not the full song? Because if we talk over it, people will say, why did you talk over that? Oh, no, I, no, I'm, that's it now. That's it, the clip gone. 
Is it? Yeah, down the bottom left, the bottom right. There's Stop the pointing out. Stop, stop mansplaining. Stop mansplaining. I see. I see the full one as well, Cormac. <laughs> Do you want me to play Crazy Frog in full, which is... Uh, is it actually one minute and three seconds? Uh, no, it's about three minutes long. Do you want uh. to play... Do you want me to play Crazy... Text Crazy Frog or Ghetto Gospel to 51552? Uh. Uh, it's, uh, there's, um, Kate says no she'll get fired and it's flashing in red on uh, the computer I was talking to our director of music upstairs he said he will get fired also if, okay. we, if we play it if we and play what? if we play Crazy Frog in Why? full because because it's annoying you oh, wouldn't even play okay. the clip it is annoying it is annoying but people are mad they might want to hear they us listen to the people up. what do we know? Exactly. what the hell do we know? We're here for the, I'm here for the people public service uh, it's public, public service. service. It's about you. It's not about me. It's not about you. So what do you want to hear? Adam, head of music. What Elton do you want to hear? John or Crazy Frog. Five one five five two. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine on Two FM.